What is up, everybody? This is Dark Masic with Brutally Delicious, coming at you with a review of Raven's brand new album, Leave Em Bleeding. So I've been a fan of Raven since I was about 16. I remember hearing that they inspired Metallica and wondered what they were all about. So I went check for them back in high school. I was amazed that a band of that era was that bombastic and energetic. They are way more balls to the wall than anything else at the time, except for maybe like Motorhead. And sure enough, that has not left them because my first thoughts after hearing this are, wow, this does not sound like a band that's been around for 40 years. To my understanding, this is a bit of a retrospective album, not a greatest hits, but mainly the last seven years or so. But even so, 2015 and forward from a band founded in 1974 with at least two original members. All I can say is, wow. Jumping right into things, with Top of the Mountain, this song kills. Who would have thought that this band was older than Metallica because they're seriously heavier than they've been since Justice? It sounds strikingly modern. Maybe a little bit of a throwback, but not like a band trying to capture their heyday. The song Metal City. This does not sound dated at all. The song The Power. This could absolutely be on an Overkill album. It's just so heavy for this style of music. It has so much energy. And to think that these guys are like in their 60s, what the hell? You can really tell that they try to stay modern. Personally, I have witnessed on Craig with Cicero, the guitar player for Forbidden, his Facebook page, John Gallagher of Raven comments on things all the time. I remember he commented when Moth and Deflame by Metallica came out six years ago. He pointed out a really bad production glitch. It would be trivially easy for these dudes to just rest on their laurels, but they're keeping up. The song Destroy All Monsters. I've 100% heard this in the Windjammer Cafe on 70,000 Tons of Metal more than once. I remember shazamming it and being amazed that it was fucking Raven. Hearing it again years later still hits the same way. Just a couple other comments. I loved this Montrose cover. I don't think I've ever heard it covered before in my life. Definitely heard Rock Candy. Definitely heard Bad Motor Scooter. But Space Station number five. That's unique, buds. I was slightly hoping, given the Montrose and Thin Lizzy covers, that Rock This Town was them doing that Brian Setzer song. Sorry, guys. That would have been fucking funny. So while this is not an original album, I believe it's done a great job of showing Raven still fucking brings it and they have bigger balls than we do. Rock on. I'm 90% certain you're on the next 70,000 tons of metal anyway, so see you there. Bowie, Dylan, Marley, you've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.